Welcome to A Savored Life, a podcast that inspires you to live a more fulfilled, creative life. I'm your host, Sumaya Osmani, and I'm here to help you on the path to a slower, more savored life. Each episode encourages you to free your preconceived ideas that hold you back from fulfilling your true potential, whether you're a writer or a creative. This episode is the last in the series of my four writer's roadblocks. Are you afraid of rejection and criticism as a writer? I know so many aspiring writers, and I myself was completely arrested by this fear. What if no one likes my work? What if people tell me my writing is terrible? Why am I so scared of writing because I am scared of bad reviews and cruel comments? I don't think I'll be able to take it. And what if these comments stop me from ever writing again? And what if the criticism is actually true? Now, it's natural to feel this way, and all writing, after all, is pouring your soul onto a page and putting it out there for the world to consume, opening it up to judgments, comments, praise, as well as criticism. When I started writing, all the loved ones, all my family supported me no matter what, whether they read my writing or not, and even if they did, they didn't want to say anything cruel. So even though I was taking this great big departure from my sensible legal career, no one put my writing down and said it wasn't good enough because they wanted to support what I did. And that is what family normally does. But my fear wasn't my family. My fear was what if my peers or what if other people who are writers or in the world of publishing, what if they see my work and ridicule my memories of food or my opinions or even question my recipes? Of course, it worried me and it kept worrying me. But I did go on to eventually becoming a traditionally published writer. But the fact is, this fear never leaves you as a writer. It can be tamed and, frankly, it should be tamed if you really want to get ahead as a writer. The truth is you always feel it, but you've got to find ways to manage it. To begin with, I'm going to talk a little bit about the kind of different types and levels of fear of rejection and criticism we normally have and feel and how we can manage it. So let's take a deeper look at this fear. Now, there are many levels of criticism and rejection that we face as writers, and they come from different parts of the writing world or from different people that we surround ourselves with. The first is, of course, other authors, other writers. And the fear is natural because when you begin your writing career, you are unsure of yourself and you're insecure of your writing. And if you enter a writer's group of any kind and you open yourself up to that world where people have been doing it for a while, that fear is real. And it can't be ignored because it's there. The second sort of people, group of people that we are afraid of when we put our work out there is editors and prospective publishers and agents and editors of magazines and publications that we wish to write for. You know that you're putting your work out there and it might not be good enough. So that fear is real as well. And of course, I had mentioned people that we love and family members. And these are the least amount of people that you need to worry about for fears because most of them will support you. Some may have some negative things to say, but we listen to loved ones a little closely. And 
even though they are people that may have their opinions, their opinions sometimes don't really matter on a professional way, in the professional spectrum. And then, of course, we're worried about other reviewers and bloggers and people on social media who always have their fingers away from, second away from a comment about what you've written. And when you become a published author, promise you, the online forum for where your books are sold, bad reviews hurt. And even lack of sales and any kind of rejection about your book where you're trying to put it out there if you do have a book. These levels of criticism, which are slightly silent in the sense that people don't say anything, but no one's buying your book or um, your book's not being put in a bookshelf where you hope to see it. These things are rejection as well. The truth, as I said, is because we serve a part of our heart, a part of our soul, you know, those knives get deeper wedged in your heart of people's criticism and anyone that you respect even. So the one thing about this fear, I would say, is as real and absolutely positively difficult it is because you bared your soul in the book, it does reveal something very, a bigger picture. And that is that even though your criticism will hurt you, it is because you care about your writing. It's because you care about your work. And frankly, not caring about your work is much worse than caring. So if you are afraid of criticism, it's because you absolutely are passionate about what you do. Now, this fear, as terribly difficult as it sounds, it should in some circumstances be embraced for something that allows you to grow your writing career. And not only that, it helps you grow you yourself as an individual. And I truly believe that criticism, when taken not by a pinch of salt, but in the right manner, which allows you to breathe through it and take in what it actually means. Now, there's a, been a couple of circumstances in my life where my work was rejected by agents or publishers and nobody was unkind about what they wrote, but it was important to see that at the time it felt like rejection, that, oh my goodness, my work is not good enough and these people who I respect so greatly don't think my work is good enough, I must be terrible. I don't look at it that way. I believe that if any sort of authority like a publisher or an agent doesn't think my work is a good fit for them, this is always something like a blessing in disguise because one day my work will find the right place for it and then it will grow from there and that will be the destiny of my work. And there's always a path and a reason why things happen. And I really truly look at life like that, that if something doesn't happen, it's not negative. It's actually a blessing. And in the long run, it will work for me. Now, as a writer and as an author, I come across a lot of editors and I've worked with mentors as well who have given very constructive criticism on my writing. I have always taken it on board and sometimes when I really believe in something, because I've grown my confidence as a writer, I don't always agree with everything they say. But if I'm using 
a professional editor if I work with my author, uh, with my publishers and they have editors, or I've worked personally with mentors where they've come back with some criticism. That's actually very constructive. It actually allows me to grow as a writer and actually makes my book really good or my writing really good. And to be honest, I think that it is one of the greatest things that you can do. And I personally do that too when I offer mentoring to people because I think that people who are open to it even though it can hurt at the time, it does make you grow as an author and a writer. Now, as a published writer, and even if you write articles online and you're still not writing books, in the world of one-second reviews, it's really hard to not notice the things that people write about your articles online. And anywhere, really, even if your book is out there in one of the online uh, booksellers, you are always open to reviews, which could be one star or people saying, I wish I could give this a zero star. You know, they are they are people like that who will say this is not authentic or this is not a true story. And the truth is that in a way, that's OK. The fact is that writing and the way writing is received is a very subjective view and a very subjective experience and everyone's going to have their own opinion and you can't make every single person happy it's just not going to happen and truly seeing those one star two star reviews somewhere actually make me happy because I just realize that I'm actually an authentic person who writes and I ruffle feathers and I upset some people but I also make a lot of people happy and the fact is if someone's noticing your work and they're even criticizing it, it's a lot better than people not noticing your work and making you totally irrelevant. So actually take it for what it is. Now, when do you know that your criticism or any kind of form of rejection is valid or not? I personally think that a lot of times people that you respect and really regard highly criticize you you can sometimes take that criticism and especially if it's someone who knows your genre of writing and understands and has had experience in this particular writing field I would really take that you know quite deeply and sometimes it might hurt me but sometimes it makes me grow as a person the fact is that people who are good at criticizing constructively know when to stop with their limits they will be respectful they will give you examples before judging your work and giving you some sort of feedback that would be very very positive for your writing and they'll know when not to hurt you and those are good critics those are people that you know you respect and regard and and they have the ability to give constructive feedback now someone who isn't a good critic will always never give you examples always judge it wrongly, probably not know your genre of writing, and personally have nothing positive to say about it just because either they're jealous or they just like to moan. And I promise you, these people need to just be ignored. You do need to have thick skin, and we're going to talk about that next. One of the things that recently was reading a lot of Julia Cameron, who's an author I highly, highly admire and, you know, someone who's really helped with my writing and my focus on my writing, is she has said, hear criticism and weigh it against your inner truth. And that is true. If you look at criticism, think about what's in there in your heart. If you truly believe in what you're writing, the finesse in your writing will come. It will come by accepting the criticism from the people or giving constructive advice from people who give you that constructive advice. 
So here are some of my ways around feeling this way, or at least ways we can manage this fear. You need to focus on not the negative. You need to focus a little bit more on... So I know that there'll be this, this, there will be this negative feeling, right? But what you need to do is not give it any more energy. Try to catch yourself from falling into that spiral of despair. Try to meditate, take some time out, walk away from it, block the comments, don't read the reviews. I know it's hard, but understanding when your limits and your boundaries are and truly not giving it more energy really helps not hurt you. And one of the things that I mentioned earlier is that you need to have thicker skin and build a resilience because as a creative, as a writer, whether you're an author, writer, ceramicist, artist, fine artist, you will always be open and face criticism and rejection through your entire career. And this is one of the things that we take on you know, one of those things that we take on when we become creatives and want to put our work out there. And you're never going to please everyone. And you need to be aware of that. When you put your world work out there in the world, there will be things people will say that you won't like. And you just need to get on with it. Yes, I know it hurts. But trust me that every single time you write and you take a little bit of the positive feedback back, and use it to your advantage, you will see your work improve. I take a deep breath every time I get comments back. My heart leaps when I get comments back from my editor. But when I look at it, I see, I try to see the point of view. I try to see the experience of the person giving me those comments. And honestly, I always do it first thing in the morning when I can absorb it and walk away and do some yoga and breathing and come back to it. I think that if you get the criticism from the right people and get the validation from the right people, that's the way forward. Now, it's important to sometimes work with peers. It's important to work in writers groups. I think it can help you feel this collective energy of being a creative and not feeling alone. But I do always recommend that if you do work like to write in groups, just be careful of the kind of groups that you join. Try to Get yourself into groups where there is more structure and direction from your mentor or the host rather than peer approval. Because sometimes peer approval can be difficult and sometimes hearing what other people are doing can make you question your own work. So be careful about that. Now be really careful about whose opinions you listen to. Because having your opinions you know, too many opinions out there can sometimes really block your creative flow. So it's important to try and be careful of whose comments you hear, because sometimes, like I'd said previously, you need to walk away from them. Now, I do believe that having a supportive community is sometimes really brilliant. And in fact, I think personally, it's brilliant to get through the writing world and the writing life. And that's why I really believe that it's important to find the right kind of people and the right kind of communities to connect with. Now, inside my membership, Savored, which is closed at the moment, but when we do open, it is a space for writers to really just support each other. And I'm there to support the growth and the mindset and generally just the creative element and the constructive creative um, elements of writing. And it's lovely to join a group and see people just be there for the love of writing. 
Now, before I end, I just really want to say that one cannot deny that this fear of rejection and criticism is a real fear. And no matter how deep into writing you get, or as many, how many different books you publish or articles you publish or, you know, blog posts you write, the fact is it's real. And I still feel it. And I have my upcoming food memoir coming out next April. And I promise you that I still am afraid of how it's going to be received. And I need to keep reminding myself, though, that I'm going to put this personal story out there. I'm going to be bearing my soul. But I need to remind myself that my writing is a service to those who wish to take it for what it is. Because I'm opening up a personal story. I'm opening up a different world and a different way of looking at life. So my hope is that it is there to be positively consumed for being inspiring, encouraging and entertaining. And if you keep your reasons at the forefront of your writing, everything else falls into place. Now, as I said, I offer community and nourishing spaces for other writers to improve, to grow, to find the support. So if you'd love to work with me and if you'd love me as your mentor, I do offer mentorship. So get in touch with me with the link below. And if you really want to be a part of a monthly space where you can come and write with other writers, I also offer a monthly writing hour, which is called the Creativity Hour. And here are the life and food writers and writers of any any genre looking for a mindful, calming, theme-based, directional writing each month can come and join me. The booking link is at the bottom as well. And finally, if writing a non-fiction cookbook is your dream, my upcoming course Brood, which is a four-week course to help you write your dream to draft book proposal as well as work with your mindset issues as a writer, is out later in October. So the waitlist link is below as well. And I just want you to know that I'm here to help you through all these issues that we have as writers because essentially we're all here to be connected together and to help each other grow. Finally, if you do love A Saved Life, I'd love you to review it on your platform, wherever you're listening to, because it really helps this episode and other episodes reach out to those who might benefit from it as well. So thank you so much for listening to A Saved Life with me, Samaya. And until next time, choose a slower life, choose a savored life.